Well, good morning. You're listening to Rachel McCarty. This is another weekly little podcast from The Plotting Shed. I hope you're having a very lovely day. Currently this morning, the sky is blue outside here in the sunny south coast of England. I hope the weather is lovely where you are. It's not going to stay sunny. We have got another storm coming in over the weekend, and apparently this one's going to be supercharged by a super fast jet stream. So we're in for a very blowy and wet time for the next few days. So I won't be out in the garden. Hopefully it will stay dry so I can play hockey tomorrow and not get soaked, but we will wait to see. And then come Sunday and Monday, it's going to be batting down the hatches and sitting inside. But that's fine because I've got a couple of garden designs to get finished off. So I will be stuck in a warm, snug corner with my computer trying to work out where to put the Helleniums and the and the sisters and the various other plants that we're going to do. But what of today? What, are, what was I going to talk to you about today? I just thought, actually, you know, we're coming into the beginning of spring and everybody should enjoy being in their garden. So I thought, well, I'll just look at sort of five easy ways that you can actually just enjoy being in your garden more or enjoy your garden more without having to think about redesigning and spending money and, and changing loads and loads and loads of things. Because little changes sometimes can make a big difference. Five different things that you could do that will help you sit in the garden and just be that little bit happier. So what are they? Well. I've always thought garden design is not about creating something that you can apply a label to. So for example, you don't have to create a a garden and say, oh yes, this is my Mediterranean style garden, or this is a cottage style garden. That's not what a garden is, in my opinion. The garden is something that has been created by the person who has it, for the person who has it and only has to please the person who uses it. So attaching all these labels basically means that you you kind of lock yourself into a style because you think that's one that you'll like. And then you create a designer and put features in the garden to fit the style rather than to fit you. This also means that people who have a garden who, which doesn't really have a style, sometimes feel that they don't know what to do because they don't particularly like cottage garden styles or environmental gardens. They don't want those labels. And because they don't want to have a label for the garden, they don't know what to do. So they tend not to do anything in case they get it wrong. And my argument has always been that you can't get a garden design wrong if you enjoy being in that particular space. If the garden works for you and you like it and it pushes your garden buttons, then it's a nice garden. doesn't matter what everyone else thinks about it. It's your space. So one of the key things is really not worrying that you're going to get something wrong because there isn't a wrong. There might be some gardens that look more stunning than others or more full of various other bits of plants and have lots of different features, but that doesn't make their design any better than yours if yours works for you. So the first point in terms of enjoying your garden more is to just go and actually do something in it. Change it. Change it for the things that you think you would like to have. But the second thing is also about looking at your garden and seeing what's wrong with regard to changing something. And I always view the garden a bit like 
the inside of my house. It's how I sort of understand how I can make changes to the garden. So for example, if, if in my sitting room, the wallpaper is peeling, it annoys me every time I go in there. And the only way I'm going to stop it being annoyed by that peeling piece of wallpaper or the broken pane in the window, all of which annoy me, is to actually repair them. And then the annoyance goes away. But very often in the garden, people don't do that. The plant that's got too big that you've cut back that looks really ugly now is just left. And you sit in the garden and you're looking at things that you don't like, but you don't do anything about them because you don't know what to replace them with. And there is this inherent fear about getting it wrong. Well, just change it. If it's ugly, if it's dead, if it's a pain in the, in the proverbials to deal with, get rid of it. Remove the negative and you will automatically create a positive. The third thing is very much about creating a, a connection between you and what's outside your back door. So my third piece of advice is maybe rather than just going out and buying new plants for the garden, maybe chat to friends and neighbours. You know, we swap clothes, we swap things all the time. Swap plants, create an emotional connection. For example, my 50th birthday, I didn't ask for presents from any of my friends. And they said, well, we, we, you know, we want to give you something. And I said, okay, well, buy me some tulip bulbs. Now, every year when the tulips flower, I remember that they were a present from a particular friend. And I automatically have a much happier connection with being outside. Humans tend to be creatures of habit. You know, we do the same things. We get up, we go to work, we do this on one day, that on another day. And we get sort of locked into the same pattern and cycle of behavior. And you see this with gardening as well. In the spring, people go out and you tidy up your garden and you get it ready for the summer and people go out and buy new plants. But how many times do you sit there and you walk along the street and you chuckle that, that Mr. and Mrs. Jones down there, oh yes, they've gone and got the same pink and white geraniums that they plant every year down along the, beside the path going up to their front garden and they plant them in exactly the same way every single year. Or somebody has the same pot of red geraniums or the same hanging baskets and some people don't like change, and I completely get that. But change is a good thing. Change can actually just give you a little bit more interest. So maybe the fourth hint is just think about doing something different this year. Think about other things. Maybe you could this year think, I'll put bulbs in instead. I won't have bedding plants, I'll have bulbs. Maybe change the colour scheme. Change the plants you put in. Maybe decide wildflowers but just create something that you can look forward to seeing what is going to happen later on in the summer, because that will make you enjoy the garden more. And lastly, I think probably my most important point is what do we go in the garden for? Why do we enjoy being outside? That's to get the fresh air, to be part of nature, but importantly, to give ourselves some mental relaxation time. It's a bit of downtime. You can just sit outside and enjoy the fresh air and the sunshine. But you will enjoy it a lot more if there is just one part of your garden that is a little bit of a sanctuary from the outside world, that's totally private. 
when you sit there, the only things that can see you maybe are the planes flying overhead. You have shielded yourself from overlooking windows or from the house. So it's just you, it's just the plants, and it's just the sky above. And you will be amazed at how much you can just learn to switch off knowing that for that little one moment, there's nobody on the planet that can see you. And it really does give you a chance to unwind and become part of the garden and enjoy it more. So there we are, five little tips. First thing is to make change and not be frightened of changing something. Secondly, if there's a plant that's dead or ugly or it's just a pain in the bottom to look after, get rid of it. Don't buy new plants. Try and swap with friends and neighbours. Get some emotional connection in your garden and do something different. Don't just go out in the summer and buy the same old plants again and pop them in the same old gaps. Spice it up. Change is good for people. And finally, make one part of the garden just your little private space. So what else has been going on? Well, I'm hoping this week I've got a couple of garden designs I've got to finish off. I've just just done one which I've called the Garden Whispers. Um, I'll put a little post on the plotting shed on the plotting shed blog on that one inside the mind of a garden design. I'm currently starting another one which is going to be a drift planting scheme. So I've got to get my head around that one. It's on a very sloping site, which I'm very excited about. Uh, my book is now with the publishers. They're all setting it up to make it look like a book. So I've got to wait to see how that comes through. So that's another really exciting thing that's going on. I'll have the book available to be published in the ooh, by early spring, maybe March sometime, mid-March. Um, so I'll let you know when that's all happening. So that's very exciting. It's called uh, I Want to Like My Garden. So it's a book on how to make your garden better and it's totally different to every other gardening book you will read. Next week, I'll be looking at what are the key design thought processes we need to be looking at for gardening in the, in the 2020s. What should we be thinking of? What changes should we be making? How should we adapt our gardens and our gardening styles to deal with the garden, the challenges of how climate is going to be changing over the coming decades, unless we pull our finger out and sort something out. So I will look forward to speaking to you next week. As always, you can email me, rachel at plantplots.com. You can put any posts on our Facebook page. Uh, do have a look at the website plantplots.com or the blog on the plotting shed um, and I will look forward to seeing you all next week. Hopefully Storm Kira won't be too bad on Sunday and Monday but we'll see where we get on and have a lovely week. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>